The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, you've probably heard the comments from the Minister for uh, Integration, Rodrigo Gorman, about the possibility that people seeking international protection or asylum in this country may not be provided with a roof over their heads. They might just get food vouchers and told you're on your own, sunshine. So as efforts continue to create capacity, we may be on the crisis uh, on two fronts uh, for refugees healthcare and for refugees uh, housing. To get some insight into this I'm joined now by Kildare GP, Assistant Professor for Public Health and Primary Care at Trinity College and a member of the Council of the Irish College of General Practitioners, Dr Brendan O'Shea. But first, advisor to the Irish Red Cross, Liam O'Dwyer. Liam, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Tell us about the accommodation crisis. When you have the Minister for Integration saying there may be no roof available over the heads of incoming asylum seekers, what say you? Well, I don't think that's acceptable. I can perfectly understand uh, the conundrum that the uh, the government are faced with in relation to this, because this is ultimately an emergency and has to be treated as such. Um, but that, that said, uh, and while the government have, have actually done very well to date, uh, and they have certainly excellent plans in terms of modular housing, and the, the pledged accommodation continues, and also the renovation of buildings around the country. All of that is actually moving in the right direction. But uh, leaving people homeless at this stage of the year, or at any stage actually, who have just arrived into the country is not acceptable. Um, our, our view, and we, we have discussed it with the, with the department, is that there are large buildings available uh, in industrial estates, um, there are office spaces, plenty of office space available around the country, again in industrial estates, mainly outside of the, the major cities. And this is the type of creative solution that's required. Now, look, mm. none of these, by the way, Pat, are ideal. I'm not suggesting that putting people in larger a larger building is an ideal scenario. It's not. But nobody should be left homeless. People need shelter, and particularly at this time of year, and that should be provided to them. Okay, so you want the government, what, to lease a vacant office space uh, and convert it into accommodation, go into warehouses, put up partition walls, uh, maybe install more temporary bathrooms because, you know, for a warehouse with maybe 20 workers, that's one thing. A warehouse with 300 um, asylum seekers and their families is a different kind of demand. Yeah, look, given it's an emergency scenario, Pat, because that, that's what this is. This isn't your standard uh, response to people coming as asylum seekers or indeed as uh, Ukrainian refugees or anything else. People need accommodation. And in this case, this is a, a way of dealing with it. Now, look, uh, already office space has been utilised in a number of areas, and that has turned out to be very successful in terms of housing, in particular at the moment, international protection um, uh, migrants who have, who have come to Ireland. And we would say this should be, the Red Cross would be looking for this to be expanded. Um, and, you know, the, there's there's precedence for this. Uh, certainly, I know Angela Merkel, all those years ago, when she took in one million Syrians, she housed them in these very, very large... Yeah, uh, and I mentioned that on the programme during the week. Yeah, uh, but uh, do you think our government has been a slow off the mark in terms of knowing that these contracts for hotels were going to come to an end? I mean, p- hoteliers have other contracts, for example, to uh, tours and so on, so they need their hotels back. And it, it, like, it just seemed to have dawned on them in the last couple of weeks that this might be happening. 
Yeah, it is. A, I, I think what's, what has happened is that, and I think where they have been caught ultimately, is that there is an increase in the numbers of people uh, on inter, uh, from in, seeking international protection coming to Ireland. Uh, and that is the source of their problem at the moment. They believe yeah. they can manage the people coming from Ukraine just at the moment because those numbers have dropped down and there is sufficient between pledges, etc., that are quite specific to Ukrainian refugees, so they can manage through that one um, until yeah. the other facilities come. Okay, on board. but th- th- there but, are question marks, and we've heard uh, at last some noises about being a bit more rigorous in processing people who are looking for international protection who may not be, in fact, entitled to it. Liam, we leave it there. But uh, listening to that, Dr. Brendan O'Shea, uh, Brendan, the question of helping people who come from war-torn areas, be they uh, seeking. Uh, asylum, uh, you know, as international uh, asylum seekers or as Ukrainians, this is going to put massive pressure on the health system. Oh, well, Pat, uh, we love uh, pressure in the health system. And look, the thing to do is to give every one of these people and their people um, is the best way to consider them is to give them a medical card and everything will be fine. But that's the simple thing to do. Well, that's the simple, obvious solution that's wrong. Um, and and uh, but it is often it's it's part of the knee-jerk response, and certainly in communities all over the country, uh, we're seeing uh, people coming from terrible places uh, into our communities. Uh, and certainly, one thing that seems to happen reasonably quickly and cheers for it is is that people do get medical cards. Uh, that part of the system seems to work quite efficiently, uh, but the problems begin to accumulate uh, on the next steps in terms of well, what services available under the very pressurised medical card system. Uh, How can we make it better? Uh, I really loved uh, listening to Liam O'Dwyer. Um, He's clearly uh, orientated towards solution. He said there there is plenty of space for accommodation, that there are creative solutions. And I just think he's absolutely right. There are things we can do in terms of healthcare, and we really need to move with them. Yeah. What what can you do about a healthcare system that's already under pressure from the indigenous population? uh, And now you've got people coming in, maybe with severe psychological problems, given what they have been through, uh, physical problems also given what they've been through. And, you know, the HSE under massive pressure, just coping with viruses. Well, let's look to see what's going on at the moment and how can it be improved. So how this works out at the practice level uh, in uh, Clondalkin or in Castle Dermot or in Clonmel, um, uh, each week in our practice and in many other practices, p- patients are assigned with medical cards, including people who have come from abroad. Um, uh, we have no choice in the matter. We are required to take them on by the HSE. Um, uh, and uh, there are people who are coming from abroad have complex problems um, and there are layers of complexity. There's a simple medical complexity. Uh, They have the same medical conditions that we have. They have significant problems with diabetes and hypertension. Mental health issues can be particularly difficult to unpick. Um, Often uh, mental health is a very stigmatizing issue uh, for people from other cultures. I think we're good at it in Ireland in certain respects. All of that takes time to process. So in our practice and in many others, people have a registration visit and to do that properly, easily takes a half an hour to 45 minutes to do it well. We're very short of uh, HR resources in general practice. We have 4,000 GPs and 2,000 practice nurses. It's important to understand that general practice is a very inexpensive part of the health system and delivers the best value for money. So we're asking particularly for some more GPs. We're looking for a lot more general practice nurses, and we're particularly looking for general practice GP technicians. We've already heard so many times uh, about the shortage of GPs, but we'll leave it there. Dr. Brendan O'Shea, Kildare 
GP, Assistant Professor of Public Health and Primary Care at Trinity College Dublin and a member of the Council of the Irish College of General Practitioners. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.